Welcome to On Tuesdays We Co-Work, where I am co-working my way around London with my partner in crime, Home Slice, Boss Bay. I think we get it, can we crack on? <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back on Tuesdays We Co-Work. Today we are live, or not live, half from live. From Walthamstow. From Walthamstow. I don't know the postcode otherwise I was going to do the like... E17. Yeah. <laughs> it's Walthamstow now. That's yeah. how awesome stone. It's awesome oh, wow. stone. Yeah. You are cool. And um, yeah, so Lila's here and we're having a cup of tea and some healthy chocolatey stuff. Chocolate covered banana, solar dried banana. Here we go. If you can hear rustling, <laughs> it's because I <laughs> I can't go five minutes So how eating. are you, Lila? <laughs> Just as I put it in my mouth. I'm good. I'm really good actually. Um Irish, can I brag? Can I do a humble yeah. brag? I got nominated for Fitness Influencer of the Year and I'm still on the high and I just can't believe it. Just like, you wake up, something happens and you're just like, it just shows. And and also just, also what you said about how your like followers just kind of increased, yeah. like yeah, this, yeah. you started receiving them. I think there's, I know it's, it's, I think it's a kind of word of mouth and I think there's nothing, nothing better than that. Like if yeah. you've been recommended or, you know, shout out, someone kind of vouch for you. Yeah. So that's always the best advertising for yourself. So it's so good. And it's so interesting because recently I've been getting a little bit bogged down with it mm. and I just keep telling myself, like, obviously I've been, I mentioned I've had some coaching as well, but she is so into the law of attraction stuff and you know how I'm into it. Yeah. And I talk about it on Instagram, but she take, like compared to me, like, she makes me look like I am, like, completely against it, basically. <laughs> and she's always saying, like, no, you have to just believe. Like, when I told her this, she's like, you know, you have to believe mm. this. You just, it's not a question. You just you have to act as if these things have already happened. I'm like, but what about, I don't want to, like, you know, my hopes. I don't want to get myself let down. And yeah. I just find it, like, very difficult um, to go to that level. But I think it just shows that all this time I've been thinking about, you know, Instagram and engagement and how to, grow and all this and actually just an organic thing like that because sometimes I'm like mm. should I reach out to this page should I reach out to that page should I try and do some shout outs and stuff like this yeah. but it just feels a bit too forced so I just have been focusing my attention elsewhere and it just shows that this is the most organic way is when you haven't asked yeah for yeah it, that's why I said that if someone just kind of vouches for you in a certain way like notices you and and likes you and believes in you and then kind of draws on you know their audience attention towards you mm. and that's gonna be because you know even if you reach out to someone or pay that or I mean I don't know about pay to one but that would be kind of pushed yeah. out there this is just kind of and I feel that each of these people who have now like mm. made the effort to follow me are like really valuable like yeah I think of them as like not that anyone who follows me is not valuable but yeah no, no I really. just think you are following me because you're actually interested in what I have mm. and I feel like really driven to create things that you're going to like now yeah. and like create videos that you're going to find helpful and, and also do you think that it's because of the category as well that you've been in in the fitness category aren't you yeah so you know like I really always really liked your page but for instance when I met you then you would have been just like an, an influencer yeah. out there and but and, you know like they follow you because like yeah she's nice enough but you know because all these ones are kind of same so you kind of just judge it based on you know, sympathy and probably, like, style. Yeah. But I think with this, like, no, I follow you because I'm interested in fitness and I'm interested in yeah. well-being and getting, be- you know, better and... And it, it's and just, like, reassuring me what you've helped me with a, a mm. lot as well, but in clarifying my vision and what I'm actually doing and gone from trying to just 
I, I did I really struggled with some people really authentically do fashion blogging mm. don't they they have really great style and they just do it naturally for me it was always like I had that a bit initially but then it became about like what can we what kind of pictures do people like how can we create pictures that people will double tap mm. and it just didn't feel natural for me whereas now I'm thinking what can I teach people just yeah. what I do every day at work how I show people in the gym I'm just like okay how can I what can I show them that will help and it's really nice to see that actually mm. now there's a reason for you to follow me because hopefully you can learn something and and that's just it's just so yeah. much simpler I'm just like oh it's all come together when you refine your vision then it will come yeah when, right. when you when your message is clear then then the people are there because they actually can make a decision if they want this or not but if they, they don't know, know what you're offering then they're like and how can they know yeah, yeah. exactly yeah exactly um what about and, you what's new this week I mean what I'm kind of getting really comfortable with and and it's one of the you know one of these things that why didn't I do it sooner um I met this girl Meta through you do you remember the, the yeah nail, of course nail. I do Mill yes and so she's been my nail since and since we met and um she kind of threw chatting while she was doing my nails and she asked about like reviews if I can leave a review for her you know this and I'll, I'll send you the links and I'm like oh thank you yes no no problem no problem and she was like oh you, you know do you have a website shall I leave a review for you because we work together on photography basis as well I was like, oh, yeah, that's really nice. I said, well, I never know how to kind of reach out. And she said, you just have to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to kind of go for it and see what it is. If you, if you don't ask, you don't get. And I created this uh, email template, which I decided to be my closing email, which I never really had with a client. So I was always just like, okay, bye, we finished, done. <laughs> like, it just always how it ended. Yeah. But now I have like, okay, so... By now, you should have received all your images. Please double check that you have all your certain images, etc., etc. And you know, you received two uh, versions of the images: one for web, one for full resolution. And then I kind of mentioned that the images are not watermarked, but a, uh, a credit is very much appreciated. Please credit my name on Instagram. I put my handle on. Yeah. And also I said that, um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, just kind of double check if I can feature them on my website. Okay. And the last one I was like, oh, and recently Facebook and Google, they both changed their layouts and pushing reviews as, as a main feature. Um, and as my most of my business comes through online services and on the recommendation, it would be a massive help if you could take a minute of your day and write a quick review and I just created two small links underneath mm-hmm. uh, and thank you so much for your help yeah and I just, they can do it they don't but it's just there done a quick link and so far everyone done it straight away yeah. and you know either both like there was that was kind of worried about the, done this um work for a eye surgeon guy he's like a really busy working in a private hospital da, 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 da. And, you know, I was like, oh, is he going to take the time? Yeah, yeah. And I sent an email. Before he got back to me, he already done a review. And then he got back to me two minutes and said, yeah, I've done the review. Thank you. And then his colleague done a review on my Facebook page. So it was like, Aww. probably he didn't have a Facebook page and didn't want to. And he asked his colleague to do it. Yeah. So I was like, that's so amazing. Like, that you just, you know, you build up all this kind of scarcity mindset. And like, oh, oh yeah. you know, you don't want to, I don't want to be in trouble. I don't want to be like, you know, look desperate. Mm-hmm. but if you think about it I don't know 
if I go to a restaurant, if I go to first thing I look at, or, you know, shall I watch a, wo- a movie? Anything you look at reviews? reviews yeah. Just um, knowing, yeah, and it's just knowing, letting them hear through the product, basically, yeah. let's say. The product could speak, this is what it would say. Yeah, that's ex- exactly. Yeah. And um, so, so I find that it's, it was a big um, kind of new thing for me, and and I'm just living that and enjoying that. Um planning to come back to Instagram because obviously I took a long break. <laughs> I've missed seeing you watch my stories. It used to be my number one. I know. And now uh, yeah, I'm just literally it's been over a month and I'm just don't even open the app. I have no idea. Gotta do what book. you gotta do though. It must yeah, be quite nice. That was really nice. Um but also I just wanted to tie back from last week when we were wrapping it up the episode. We were talking about pricing and yeah. how to price yourself and and stuff and I have quite a few experiences and thoughts and and still kind of situation that I'm unsure of or, you know, I don't know if I made the right decision. But I think in most things, I don't think there is one right way to do it also. Yeah. I think it's so dependent on the business, on your personality, on your priorities and value system. Mm-hmm. And also, I think in some sense, what you can allow yourself to do. As in, for instance, I have a big client and she was kind of bargaining and I left I had to let because in the, that month I needed that money yeah so there are certain ways when yeah I think you know. so basically if, if you didn't hear last week's episode we touched on payment and we touched on the value of expensive so if you missed that one you can mm. go back and have a listen but that made me start thinking about you know, how do we price our product yeah um one for the psychology side of things which we've never really spoken about before but then two foot to meeting our needs, positioning, all, all, that, all yeah. that kind of thing. And I think a lot of the time people will say, this is the rule. Like, should, yeah. for example, I hear a lot, should never um, bargain on your prices. Yeah. And I lean towards that side. Mm. But then the the reality is you'll hear people that say, no, you're your own business. You need to, you know, fit in around the client mm. and each thing is individual. And I think that, in reality, you know, it's always going to be somewhere in the middle. And it's interesting to discuss a few of the different scenarios. And I mean, so generally, I think, and this is more recent, and as I've been a PT for longer, I used to feel differently. But now I think, oh, sorry. (laughs) Now I think this is my product. And, you know, I wouldn't expect anyone to come to me and ask for a a price Mm. uh, reduction, because it's like, this is you know, if you were to go to a class at Cycle, you wouldn't yeah. say, oh, can I pay £10 for my class instead of 12 or whatever? Mm. I'm sure it's more expensive. <laughs> um, and I'm quite set in the fact that, you know, if somebody was to ask me, can I pay you this much instead? Once upon a time, I would have been like, yeah, sure. Mm. Or, oh, yeah, I need the kind, or I don't need the kind. But now I'd be very like, oh, I would be surprised to be even asked. Mm. That's my gut, but there is a lot more I can say about yeah. it. But I thought initially we could each say our initial thoughts. It's... For me, that that was a big uh, thing for a long time. And now, although I just said that, that recently I've done a bit of reduction, but that's also history and also you kind of judge the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but also what I find, like, I don't yeah, I don't believe in that. Like, my service, my product, whatever I do or give, you know, I've, I calculated a price based on my experiences, my expenses, my knowledge and the value I'm giving mm-hmm. and I'm not being greedy 
Um, you know, I've done a fair price already. So I I don't want to, you know, I, we can play that game that I'm going to double my prices and then you bargain it down and yeah. then it's the right price. No, I'm giving you a fair price. I treat you fairly. So please do the same. So that's kind of my mentality going into it. So if someone approaches me, I kind of feel the same. But also if I feel that because of a relationship I have with a certain client or it's a, a reoccurring project or we have some sort of trust for each other, mm-hmm. rather than giving a discount of what I do, I give something extra. Yes. So just just the psychological message of it to, to not to say that, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's actually not that much and for you. I'll do it for cheap. I can't do it cheap because then I'm I'll yeah. out of pocket. Yeah. But what I can do, I can give you, you know, extra two more images or mm-hmm. extra ten more images or, you know, if you have three photo shoots, that's what I used to do with, for instance, um, with with bloggers when I shot them more. So I thought to them, okay, every 11th outfit for free. Yeah. So they had a bonus. So when they committed to certain things, then I give them something as a, I give to you. Yeah. But, but because I made a decision, not because my thing is worth less or, you know, yeah. my my gift for you is not that I worth less. My gift for you is that I appreciate you, so I give something to you. I think that's a really, really interesting point because that's something that I used to do a lot of. And mm. it's so funny, it's, it's just making me reflect and realise how far I've come and how, how much my business yeah. has changed. Because it would be a case of, oh, this is the price. And when mm. I first started PT, it would say higher price knowing that they would then bargain you down. And, in fact, I think sometimes old managers I would have had would tell you to do that, which mm. now I completely – I think it's a just different way of looking at it. And I think I spoke about this yesterday with my coach that it's all about what we believe mm. of ourselves and subconsciously yeah. even, and it's on a level that you may not even be aware of. But that when I was doing that, and maybe you feel the same, I was a service provider. And I felt that I'm someone that's just doing the service – I always felt that, and we, we discussed this a little bit, that, oh, you know, it's just something that I do. It's not a career. It's not a job. Personal training is just something on the side. And mm. I had these negative beliefs, stereotypes that I put onto myself that made me think, oh, yeah, people don't, you know, it's just something that I do. So they can, you know, my yeah. friends and staff or acquaintances that I know, obviously I can't charge mm. them the full price because partly it was because I enjoyed it. And I felt like, oh, if I enjoy it, it's not a job. It's just something I'm doing. Yeah. So it was all very to do with, within and it, it, I really had to change my perception and not consciously but unconsciously I've changed it a lot in the last few years now obviously I'm full-time for the mm. first time in, in a long time and I think it shows that now both of us are thinking of ourselves as a business and we think of ourselves mm. as someone I always feel a bit like mm, should we say entrepreneur but I'm adopting that mindset yeah. and because of this conversation I've had last night I will fired up and like no I'm gonna have to start thinking like this if I want to become one yeah I've got to stop making excuses of why I'm not and I think that's why we've, like now, we just wouldn't bargain in that sense. Like, obviously, I agree with what you said about if I have clients that come back from a different gym that I trained them years ago, yeah. and they message me and say they want to come back in and what my price is. Obviously, my prices have increased a lot since yeah. I was training before. So I'll do something like, oh, yeah, well, this is my price now. But um, if you move over and change gyms and you move to this gym yeah. for me, I'm happy to give you one extra session a week uh, where we look at your nutrition or one extra session a week of training. Yeah, or just or, a free handbook or whatever you yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Kind of... Yeah, just I give them something to, when it's when they're not competing, I'm not competing against someone else. Yeah, it's just, just showing the appreciation of of their 
yeah, the kind of collab- because it's still a collaboration, and, and I don't like that. I think so often think people think that collaborating means free, free work. Yeah, no, it's just like you know, different minds kind of get together and create something. Yeah, but it's still there's the money transaction. Like uh, you know, I had a big shoot this weekend. I had a model. I had the the lady who owns the the, the brand of these bags. I had me, and we were all collaborating together. Yeah, but there were money exchanged because in the end, there is always some you know. Yeah, of course. And it all comes back to money mindset, doesn't mm. it? Um, but it's interesting because last week we touched on from a service, from a consumer point of view, yeah. when we buy products and services that are more expensive, and how we kind of commit to them a bit more, and mm. it's uncomfortable, but it's that same thing of discomfort equals yeah. growth, and how it being a little bit out of reach means you take it more seriously. And that was the first time that I thought about. Well, it was, it's not really the first time, but it's the first time I really acknowledged had this effect on our own clients and how we price our product. And I've been thinking about that a lot. And I thought it'd be interesting to to discuss whether, you know, having our prices as expensive is a good way of positioning your product as a sense Mm. of screening people out almost in terms of you want people who are only serious. I I mean, I told you um, that as well, that in the last episode, just a little bit kind of, turn the table around and, and I said that I experience it that clients who I feel that they make an, an effort to hire me yeah so it's not impossible for them but it takes work and time and um and and they prepare for that shoot financially yeah that has a natural effect of getting prepared emotionally mentally yeah. physically so I find that when we get to the end, when we get to work together, then they appreciate it more and they're just more prepared and they're more present and we have just a better quality work. I feel like it's more balanced as in like I'm not carrying all the weight on my mm-hmm. own. I feel like it's we're working together on something and obviously yeah. I'm leading it or I'm creating the, the end product, but still they're there and because I think people who just kind of, yeah, whatever, let's do it. And if it's very cheap, then they often don't think about it. They don't know what they want. And then they upset that they don't get the results. But, you know, yeah. you can't really, you know, if I just think about you, it's like, yeah, do it. And they don't really think about that they're spending this money. So they're not going to be bothered that much about, like, seeing results soon. As yeah. in, like, they're not going to care about the diet during the week or mm-hmm. other exercises or just everyday doing lifestyle. Their own sessions on their own. Yeah. Um, and then in a month, I'm like, oh, Lila, why am I not getting results? It's like, well, because it's, it's yeah, I help you, I guide you, I give you the t- tools, or for me, I'm, you know, creating images, but you need to bring the product, you need yeah. to bring the, you know, I help you bring, you know, visualised, the brand I help you know help you visualize your message yeah. when I'm doing photography but I need to know what your message is I need to know yeah. your brand and in order to that you need to you need to communicate it to me because I find it when it's a little bit out of reach for, for that when it needs more preparation financially that has a natural uh kind of effect getting yeah. prepared to, that, to do yeah because I it's interesting because yeah so we are both quite clear on the like establish the price you don't pluck we don't pluck the price out of thin air I think it starts there mm. we price our product based on how many hours we put in and 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 how yeah obviously you look at the, the market and I don't know that's the thing like I don't that's what I did in the beginning of my like when I was when I moved here that was really from because I didn't have a sense of the, the, the pounds and didn't have yeah sense of the expenses and stuff 
and and but I was doing other things as well on the side of photography. Then I was more looking into like okay, other photographers, how much they do it for, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And now I have no idea how the photographers charge. I just have I don't know, which is quite good in the sense. Yeah, just like I realized that for me, because if I'm kind of cheaper than other then for now it's worth it for me I will raise it when I'm not but right now this is what works for me mm-hmm. um if I were expensive then I guess so, you know if I would be either way I couldn't justify it but this way I can because I've worked out what works for me yeah and I've tried because for instance when I was shooting with laser influencers then I was kind of looking into what what the market wanted and what how it would fit in how I could get work and kind of competing with other photographers and I was struggling because it just wasn't worth it for me um and then when I kind of get out of that circle I realized that okay this is what I wish I need to get per month this is how much I want to get per month mm-hmm. um and then kind of I broke it down to like accordingly to that what I usually do and build it from there rather than on the market yeah so I just have literally no idea well, how would I be able to yeah work. I think it's different because obviously in PT like one it's so many of you in the, and also there's some of you in the same place yeah isn't it? so you've got the gym rent which means you factor that into your cost yes so you need to factor that so everyone is already in similar um but then well depending on which model you're on and then you have a price floor in the gym as well mm. because obviously we're all competing. They need to make sure that somebody can't just be okay, banging yeah. out sessions for a ridiculously cheap price and then mm. just pure, you know, um, law of, of competition. So, so is it like do you guys have like a guide of minimum? Yeah, so you have a minimum. Or just minimum. Charge. Um, yeah, and then you can charge as high as you want but because mm. we're all self-employed. But, um, yeah, you have a, a minimum so that it's fair, mm. uh, which which makes it's it really a little good. bit I think more, it's yeah. really good. But... What I was thinking is that it's interesting because I do believe in this, like establishing strong, holding your position. But then I suppose that I'm not really thinking about the other things that I do for clients that could be seen as, you know, mm. uh, bargaining or, or something like that. So, for example, when people sign long term contracts, so normally I take all of my clients, they are on a rolling contract. Yeah. And they stay with me long term. I expect them to stay with me long term. But if one month, they realise that next month they can't afford it, they're going on holiday, they're, they're just moving country or whatever yeah. it is. They have to give me just two weeks' notice and that's fine. And it doesn't happen much, but that's how my business is run. But then sometimes I get people saying, if I sign a contract for X months, does that make any difference? And then I think, well, I, like this happened to me recently. And I was like, well, I don't really normally have that, but I suppose it's good for me to have security that yeah. you are staying guaranteed for six months or mm. however long. And so then I'll give a, a small reduction or something yeah. like that, um, which I suppose is bargaining. So I guess it's not as black and white as I'd like to make out because I think if you, it's like if you go to Apple and I buy this MacBook and they say, if you pay up front, usually you pay yeah. X. If you want to pay over six months, you know, you want to spread yeah. the cost, then you're going to pay this much interest. Mm. So no, normally like you do get a discount in a sense for paying yeah. up front. But then, but then you're, but, you're paying the first, if they would pay your first month, yeah for that long they don't they don't want to commit to you know it's the same as when you commit to a, a phone contract or anything that they appreciate that they can count on that money like what well, I can I so say I don't really look at it as a bargaining thing I think it's more coming from especially if it's not obviously this was the first time you approach this but now if you just put it out there as an offer yeah then it's certain packages and certain needs because I we just had a show about this yesterday from different perspective as well 
so lately I've changed my prices or my, my price list or my website and all my packages I don't really have a fixed price I have mm-hmm. a starts from okay. so I've realized that okay if I'm doing kind of, this is for this kind of photo shoot roughly then this is the lower the lowest I get mm-hmm. so people can roughly have an idea of my prices but every again it's very kind of unique, unique for yeah. my business but everyone has a different story and everyone they have different needs um so I always tailor it to to, to their needs at some sort and and I have one, one package especially now how Instagram's picking up social media's picking up so people needs need need photography yeah content mm-hmm. but not necessarily like hero images for the website just something that just just put out there put out there and probably one week time is going to be gone yeah so I appreciate that they don't want to spend as much money on it yeah. as they would on photographs that when you open a website they're straight away in your face that's something that tells your brand story so I kind of tailored it around and have a, a, a smaller package or like a, a cheaper more budget-friendly package but with that for instance I've taken away um airbrushing so I'm not airbrushing the skin yeah. I do color addressing it's still nice looking photograph fashion taking photographs but I'm not going so in detail that I would in for photographs website so yeah. I think and, and with that I also kind of expect that we start working together it's kind of going to be a monthly thing or yeah. like every two months or something so I think sometimes you have to create in that sense for for your experiences and, and see how you can because in, at the end you're still like a service provider I think you're right that it's not the word bargaining is not the right word for this, mm. for what we're now talking about. It's actually more about rewarding yeah. loyalty. It's like loyalty cards exactly. or loyalty schemes. It's not You're not saying, okay, you pay less. You're saying, oh, I don't know, because I guess you are paying less. But it's more about rewarding the fact that you're staying long term but, but, or, or, and or you're or investing just, or, more money theoretically. Yeah, right? or just, just look at it that paying less or not paying less if you just look at the two clients one client who doesn't commit to this and quit you in three months time yeah so they would pay three months worth of thingy uh worth of um pt mm-hmm. and the other client who committed for six months if you edit together she paid much more yeah than the three month person yeah. because she actually stayed and committed to you so yeah. i think in the end it's still and it sort of comes down to diminishing costs after a while because it's not just we're not just getting paid by the hour because Mm. we think of it that way and that's why I think we think it's a discount but in reality when I take on a client I've got the time that I'm in the session with them and then it's the time that you spend outside emailing them over like Mm. recipe ideas doing their weekly check-ins writing their program sitting and talking to them just mentally Mm. like trying to help them stay motivated and understand the person and that happens a lot at the beginning yeah obviously you continue it all the way throughout but when somebody is first making a change that's when they need the most attention yeah and so you put that all in anyway so Mm. after you've been they've been with you for three months they stay another three it doesn't mean by any by any stretch that you just ignore them and you just yeah no but but i just it's different Put in the same amount of work for that three-month client yeah and the six-month client the six-month one is still paying you so Mm, exactly i see what you're saying yeah so 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 i definitely kind of there but then also the other interesting thing what kind of came up it was um about for me I have this starts from price and then I felt that I couldn't justify myself charging different clients the same price 
because they were making different income from what I've given them, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, so, so it's going to be unique to, to my business, for instance, but, but I, I assume there are other businesses out there as well who can kind of think of it that way. But um, so let's have two, two um, businesses as, as an example. One is a small business, really small startup. It's a product base. They're selling water bottles and they're selling it for £25 per bottle. Um, I don't know about the costs, but probably by delivery, manufacturers, packaging would come to £10 maybe for her her cost and she would have £15 profit on one bottle. Mm -hmm. And then I was doing this um, surgeon guy who's doing thousands of pounds per eye. So I'm kind of creating images for their website, put it up and attract clients and attract work. So I kind of get to the thing, I can't, you know, potentially one client is going to earn £10 on my photos or another one is going to earn thousands of pounds. So where do I price myself? That's so interesting because when you're saying it to me, it makes perfect sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fair. That's only fair. But then the other, to play devil's advocate, the other side would be like, well, you've done the same work. That's what was argument was yesterday about. And, yeah, and you've put in the same amount of work and how much they make from the images really to do with them mm. in a sense it's up to it's how much they get out of it how much they market it because equally if you think of it this way how many people are going to pay for eye surgery let's say a small group that fits in the palm of my hand okay obviously this yeah. is not exact but how many people are going to buy a water bottle potentially all the people that could fit in this room yeah so it's but it's interesting because your work doesn't value less do you know what yeah, I and I, I know exactly what you mean, but also the exposure to how much they use my images. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's for instance, it's the same as it comes to, because I was talking talk about with Meta, the, the analysis, because she was like, well, aren't you doing the same work? But then I said, okay, do you charge the same for for nails when you have a private client or and when you go for a photo shoot to do a commercial shoot? Does that make yeah, sense? So yeah, when you go to a magazine, who who are they're gonna earn more money with it? It's gonna have yeah. a, they're gonna use images more. They need it more. Yeah. So it's it's a very I, I still don't have the right answer. Yeah, I'm kind of still judging it by production and how much effort because there's so many things of like if it's like you know human models in it because then I have to do more retouching, not human you know indoors outdoors. Is there are so many factors I'm judging at the moment. Yeah. But this is always a big question I get to kind of see the. Shall I put it in count of who I'm working with? Yeah. And I'm not saying drastic or big changes, um, but I know that graphic designers are the same as well. It depends on the kind of judge it who they work for yeah. because how much exposure that, that product will, will... Well, even in personal training, I can see that when you work, you know, it's, a, it's about where you work in the country or equally mm. which studio or wherever you are working out of. That you, In theory, this is what people think. That you you know you charge more if you're working underneath the Goldman Sachs building yeah. than if you're just working somewhere residential um, in a perhaps less uh, wealthy part of mm. the country. But and I think that's true. But in the fitness industry, it is a bit like that. But equally, I think I've got to a point now where people would be maybe saying, "Oh, but you work for you know you work in it's a budget gym mm. really doesn't look like one, but it is, and yeah. you charge what you charge." 
because I think that there's a balance then and maybe you've got the right balance as well but I I think this is what my service this is how good my service is Mm. this is what I'm going to charge and where I'm uh, where I am I don't want you to pay that just because you're in this area I want you to pay it because the service you're getting is Mm. really good so yes we're in Charing Cross like very central London but I don't price myself because you've just happened to walk in and try and cross. I price it because this is what I think I'm offering to you. Mm. So I think it's like a balance, isn't it? Like towing the line between yeah, all that stuff does come into play. And, and, and probably because I can't place the kind of probably how I place myself. That that small company who is you know working from Kent, yeah, or having this, I you know, surgeon guy from Old Street, yeah. That's so true. this is how I'm play, you know. My location is where my personal, you know, if I'm doing a small, I don't know, hair salon in, I don't know, Barking or, like, you know, something outside of London, or I'm doing a big hair studio in the middle of... Yeah. So maybe I'm just kind of thinking I'm coming to a solution now that I have to look at it, like, if I were kind of having a balance, what you said about still a service, but yeah. still thinking, that, you know, your rent is probably more expensive in oh, Charing yeah, Cross than if is. you would be somewhere outside. Yeah. So, um, oh, so I, I kind of have to just, I'm just kind of thinking if, if someone, you know, is listening and have a like, service, um, but on location service provider, you know, how do you price yourself? Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not, I don't have a look. I can't say it that because I'm here, but when I'm providing a service, I'll go there where you are. So yeah. I have to kind of look at oh. it as, I don't know, it's just really, it's, I'm just still kind of thinking about it. I feel like, to come to a conclusion, because this has been very much about putting questions out there, which I think <laughs> if you're listening, you're going to have to ask yourself because yeah. that's just it. Each business is different. And I think it's asking these questions which will help you get to mm. a, an idea. And it's just um, considering all these different elements before you price yourself rather than, which I think sometimes happens in our industries. Oh, you're a photographer, so you should charge this per hour. Or you're a personal trainer, mm. so you must charge this per hour. Because I think that's just much too, one, it does, I don't think it's, I think it shows if you've plucked your price out of somewhere, mm. as opposed to, in terms of what I mentioned with the subconscious confidence and all this kind of thing, Yeah. if you know, like you and I both know, and I think you can probably see, we can see it amongst each other, the change in the last year, yeah. we know why our price is what it is, and we really believe that yeah. that's the right price. So I, I know I'm much more confident to sell it to people, and I'm much more I'm charging way more than I charged three years ago, but I'm so much more confident giving them my price now, you know, way, way more expensive than what it was mm. because I believe that it's worth it and this is the price. Whereas, you know, three years ago, we charge a fraction of that and I'd be scared to, to tell them the Yeah, um, that, um, as I said, that's my kind of, I've got to, like, I'm happy to charge the surgeon people more, like something else, but who are in central location or earning more money, more exposed, probably getting the clients because of where they are, their business are, they're going to check more clients in yeah. than the people who are, are less. So I have a thoughts from prices, but it's it's tailored to everything and everyone's needs. And and yeah. and, and, and I, I'm not shy to do that. Like, I'm, I think this is, this, and I've never been able to kind of verbalise it, but now I just heard about the locations and then how people charge different, different areas. That's how I am. But because I'm a location thing, I put myself in the area, like, even though it would hire me a, you know, if they would hire a photographer from the area that they are at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, and I think it's, the other thing is the same as the practice. The more you do something, the less scarier it gets. Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
there's the same what I did in the beginning of the, with the review so I just started doing it the first two three times a bit like and then it just becomes oh. a bit second nature and same with the I think asking for your price yeah and the one takeaway that I would give because I think this episode shows like again we can't tell you to do it like this mm. or to do it like that because there's a whole world in between that you need to think of but what I would say that I think is probably applicable to most people I know I did it I think you probably did too mm. is that don't be scared of putting your price as what you think is expensive if you think if you've done all the work and yeah. you think it's fair but you think that other people will think it's expensive mm. because I know I've done that before that I think this is this is how much I am worth this is what I need but they might think it's too expensive and therefore you you, know, mm. you lower it because actually that can act as a really good screening process and you're better off having fewer clients that are going to stay with you long term you're not gonna have to worry about cash flow mm. depending on your business obviously but you're better off with that than I know what we spoke about it last week but when you sometimes when you lower your price for someone just because they are saying oh it's too expensive shouldn't it be this mm. I think we've both experienced people that it's not a case of oh I just can't afford it I'll save up and come back in a few months it's like oh that seems like a lot can you do it for lower sometimes we meet those people don't we in the middle yeah. and we agreed yes but then usually what happens is then I know I have more problems more problems more problems mm. uh, asking to to cancel and keep the session yeah uh you know it's just I think it comes down to commitment as well exactly that's what I'm trying to say in a very long window <laughs> is that sometimes expensive is your way of getting commitment yeah commitment and, and your service yeah. will be much better received sometimes mm. so I think that's one thing that I've learned it's a general yeah. rule which you can probably say is, is the same in most businesses yeah no I'm, I agree completely have that for your guinea bag <laughs> All right, guys. Before we go, can I just say that if anyone would like to vote for me, <laughs> look at my face. Um, I'll put the link in the in the show, show notes, notes, and it will be so appreciated. I'm just so excited to even be on there. Yeah, yeah. So it's till what mid mid May or first of May? Just to help long. Ah, uh, I need to check. I just vote as soon as possible. Before, yeah, ASAP. Just do it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think yeah. Definitely sometime in May. Okay. Well, we will see you next week. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.